Happy International Women's Day to all of my gal pals. Welcome to Girl Boss Gatekeep and Get Her Done Day. <laughs> Men don't exist today, and that's how we no. like it. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Sitting on Veronica. That's the name of the show. Veronica's also a woman, so. <laughs> uh, that she is. She's a hell of a woman. That is one powerful woman. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm Sammy. <laughs> I'm April. <laughs> I feel like we never have like a like good intro, but spell your last name. That's been <laughs> Oh yeah. My name's April Gadinas. G-U-D-I-N-A-S. Would you like to go over the origin of your last name, or are we keeping that private? It's Garcia. It's Hispanic. It's like the Hispanic last name. <laughs> it is the Hispanic last name. Yeah, Cherry Garcia is my uncle. Oh, whoever that That's is. not true. Oh, it's not true? Okay, my bad. All right, Sammy, so what are we talking about today? What What are we going to do first? Was it? I think it was last year. My friend Charles, what up, Charles? the guitarist from my band he brought up this country called turkmenistan which is or i guess was because the dude died spoiler alert but (laughs) (laughs) was ruled by a very intricate dictator and so we had watched like a whole documentary about it and i could tell april you were very passionate about becoming a dictator at that moment after watching the documentary yes (laughs) Howdy, everyone. We <laughs> just ran into some... Oh my gosh, this is like our first technical difficulty. Besides, like, yes. my Wi-Fi always going in and out. But we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just edited out all those parts. Yeah. But, <laughs> but besides that, dumbass Craig. Fuck you, Craig. <laughs> the robot that records, like, decided to go take a smoke break or something. So he stopped recording. <laughs> It's okay. The good thing is I like talking about Turkmenistan, so I can do it again. And I wasn't even all the way through talking about it. So that's good. So true. Yeah, we were like we were like right at the beginning. We Yeah. Okay. Turkmenistan. (laughs) It's a country. (laughs) So true. (laughs) So true. It was a part of the Soviet Union until it disbanded. In 1991. So when you think about it, the country itself is not really that old. And it had also never been its own country before. So they didn't have their own established like culture, really anything like that prior to 1991. Which is very interesting to think about. My mom's older than that country. <laughs> I feel like that's something a third grader would say. My mom's older than that country. <laughs> But hey, it's true. I think that's something very fun to think about. <laughs> so Turkmenistan is ruled by a dictator. They were ruled by one of them. Yes. Until 2006 when he passed away. But he is considered a very big character. He had lots of odd things about him. So the dictator is called the Turkmenbashi. I don't know his actual name because it, I couldn't pronounce it. So we're just going to call him the Turkmenbashi because that's like the title he has. Oh yeah. Or had. So this first dictator, his dad died at a really young age and then his mom and his siblings and everyone died in a really bad earthquake. So he was orphaned from a very young age and taken in by communists. 
<laughs> very interesting. <laughs> and when he was older, he was given a job, basically kind of equivalent to a prime minister of Turkmenistan. And he decided that he liked the job so much that he was going to stay in power there forever. <laughs> so he became the president and he was elected, quote unquote, because no one opposed him. And the only people who really like voted were like already under his power. So it's not like they couldn't vote for him. So <laughs> dictatorship, president, you know, whatever. He does it all. <laughs> he does. He does it all. <laughs> What an inspiration. Ah, <laughs> uh, he wears so many hats. <laughs> so this documentary that we watched, it was made in 2005. So it was a year before the Turkmenbashi passed away. So from that documentary, I got to learn a lot about that dictator and his <laughs> his character. He's a very interesting man. Dude, I want to rewatch it now. I'm so excited. Yeah, no, it's really it's a really good watch. It's still, yeah, even on second watch, I was still highly entertained even though i knew what was up yeah. but <laughs> i feel like learning new things about the country and like the dude is just like it's so great it feels like a little like treasure trove of just like it's just so intriguing yeah. it's just like everything that i want to be in life you know so yes so i'll start from fact one his picture of himself is everywhere <laughs> Anywhere you could think of a dude having his face, basically. <laughs> on the TV, on billboards on the side of the road, it's on sides of buildings, it's in front of buildings, like right when you walk in. Tattooed on the baby. <laughs> his picture is everywhere, and he's always smiling. Think of like mattress firms, but times like a thousand, and instead of mattresses, <laughs> it's this dictator's face. I mean, truly, <laughs> honestly, yes. That's it, basically. <laughs> oh, so one of my favorite things about him is the things that he banned mm -hmm. from his country. So he banned dogs. <laughs> there were no dogs allowed. No, no, this no. one, I will say, I think one of the most controversial. <laughs> like, how can you just ban dogs? He just doesn't like them. Or didn't, didn't he have, like, a reason behind it? He just didn't want dogs around. I <laughs> He just didn't like dogs. Damn, that's so tragic. He banned movie theaters, mm -hmm. ballets, circuses, operas, and car radios. <laughs> <laughs> he also banned, on like TV, he banned the weather <laughs> reports because they were always wrong. I, I forgot about the weather. <laughs> He was so mad about them being constantly wrong about the weather. <laughs> uh, he, he said, no, nah, no more weather, no. No <laughs> more weather. No, nah, we're good. I think he also banned ladies from wearing makeup. Mm -hmm. But his reasoning was that, like, they're just, the sun should shine upon their naturally beautiful faces. <laughs> That has the same vibe, though, is, like, you should smile more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of... Kind of, uh... Incel of you, not yeah. gonna lie, but, you know, whatever. Kind of beta male of you, if you ask me. <laughs> so, the next 
Turkmenbashi after this one that we're talking about right now passed away. He kept in a lot of the bands. He added one of his own, which was banning cars that aren't white. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. No, I remember the reason for that. Oh, what was it? Because the downtown, I guess it's like the city, like downtown area mm-hmm. is made of Italian marble and all that white so he said that it would look tacky like it needed a <laughs> like the cars needed to match the rest of the city which i think is really funny <laughs> that is really funny <laughs> but he did unban circuses and operas Aww, so. That's so some more fun facts the Turkmenbashi had health days where people like had to go on walk in the documentary you see they film on a health day <laughs> when they go walk there's like it must have cost like so much money, like millions of dollars. It's like this really nice long walk path with like steps and things that like cuts through the desert and everything like that. That everyone has to walk <laughs> on health day, which I mean, go off fit queen. But <laughs> that's like so funny because it's like people have to take work off. For yeah. It. <laughs> No one can go to school. <laughs> you just they have got to them walk. like hiking up mountains and shit. Like it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, and even the people in his cabinet, they have to walk it twice a year, and they have to do it in ninety minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just—it's so specific and just—I mean, I think it's nice to promote health. <laughs> like, what will happen if someone doesn't get the ninety minutes? Like, they're like. 92 minutes or something like that <laughs> you're out of you're out yes you're fired <laughs> they just throw him throw them in the gas pit oh no see i haven't even got there yet oh, my favorite i think exercise day is one of my favorites like my favorite fun fact yeah and it's like a nice one that's mm-hmm. good you know not oppressive necessarily even though they kind of have to do it but <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I mean, for their health, yeah, like, because I don't know, like, the politics or like morals or anything other than the documentary and the like light research that I've done on the country. But I just think, like, mm-hmm. it's mo- mostly made of like these like random weird rules that like no other country has, and it's just like more of an inconvenience than like I don't know, like anything like terribly awful and bad. <laughs> I mean, I'll get into some of the controversy in a second. Ooh, I love controversy. Yeah. Yes, we love a controversial But I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I just like hearing about it. The tea and the <laughs> gossip. Exactly. The hot goss. The hot goss. <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> this man wrote a book. Yes. And it is the most important book in this whole country. It's called the Rachnama, <laughs> and it is, you literally have to read it in school, and you have to take a test on it to get a driver's <laughs> And this book is literally just this dude talking about his thoughts, and then, like, what he thinks it means to be, like, from Turkmenistan. <laughs> and it's just, it's, and that's another thing that's everywhere. Like, there's a TV channel that's literally dedicated to just, like, these people reading out of the book and just, like, promoting the mm-hmm. book. And they've sent it to, like, a bunch of different countries to be, like, translated so that it can be to other people yeah i tried looking it up on like amazon or something but then like all the amazon reviews were like this is not a good translation of the rukama or anything like that it was 
It was really sad. I haven't found the English version yet, but oh well. <laughs> maybe one day someone can more accurately translate. Or maybe I'll just learn their language <laughs> just so I can read it. I mean, you are trying to become their next teacher. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, I'm going to have to know their language if I'm going to be the dictator there anyway. So I better start now. So I don't know if this cut out earlier, but the statues. So one of the statues that he had made is literally just the giant version of the book. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just the book. Mm -hmm. And the book is like a bright green and pink with like gold lettering (laughs) on it. And it's just... It's just the book, but giant, <laughs> and that's the statue, just, like, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and then uh, there's other statues, too, like him, always in gold, always with a cape. Not always with a cape. Some of them. Like, I think there's one where he's just, like, a gold baby. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, like, symbolizes, like, how he was an orphan and wow. stuff like that. What do they have yeah. to do with the statue book, Sam? The, at the statue book? Yeah, the book statue. I don't know. They have to read it. Like, they have to have a copy of the... I, I don't know how to actually pronounce it, but... It's the... Never mind. The Rukama, I, that's what I call it. Yeah, they have to, like, if they're in the presence of it, they have to read it, like, while they're there. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like you don't even want to look at it. Yeah, like, it. <laughs> I simply cannot see. <laughs> I cannot. cannot. <laughs> oh, but he also had statues of his different family members that he lost, like, throughout mm. the city. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So the capital is Ashgabat, <laughs> and that's where all these statues and things are. And thing about the capital of Ashgabat, as you kind of mentioned, the whole thing is made of <laughs> Italian imported marble, which just, let me tell you, looks so bizarre and out of place when you consider that the rest of it, of this country, is just straight up desert. Like, <laughs> the floor, like, the flooring of it, like, is leveled out, and it's just marble. It's so weird. And the thing is, <laughs> they spent so much money no one goes there it's like a ghost town i mean like think some of the places like you're literally not allowed to go like Mm -hmm. near but like it's just like a big capital city with like nobody around it's amazing and it's wild and like some of the buildings have like very interesting shapes like the one for the building in charge of like their natural um gas which is like where they get their money from is just like in the shape of a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. And then one of their like head of medical buildings is like in the shape of a <laughs> cobra, which pretty badass. Oh yeah. <laughs> so just like things like that. And then there's gold domes on the top of like where the Turkmenbashi works. And those ones, those are definitely like restricted. Like you're not allowed to go in those buildings. But like those ones you gold very fancy but yeah just so uh, so much money just spent on just random he had a vision you know he, did. he, he really did <laughs> so we're to my absolute favorite fact and that's the in the <laughs> middle of this country <laughs> there is a giant pit of fire <laughs> just in the <laughs> in the middle oh of this my country God. <laughs> 
perpetually on fire. There is the theory of how they think it started, which was that like Russians like set it on fire on accident and then it just kept burning. But then I guess some like Canadian scientist and like think it was 2015 mm-hmm. something like that went there and he was like no I don't think that's how it started so truly technically no one knows how the fire got started but they haven't been able to put it out and it's still burning to this day it's just <laughs> eternally pit, eternal pit of fire burning in the middle of the country <laughs> no one knows how it got there and no one can get rid of it it's just so fitting that it's happening in this country and not in any other country in the world, you know? Like, it just makes so much sense. I implore you, dear listener, to go look at a picture of this, because I really think I'm not doing it justice. Like, you really have to see, like, it is just, it looks like just there's, like, a hole missing where there, like, should be more sand and desert, and then, like, in its place just is just fire. <laughs> and it's so funny, because, like, even though this is, like, a toxic gas fire pit people set like lawn chairs and shit out there <laughs> like it's just like a regular <laughs> sunday afternoon yeah so in the documentary the guys literally just camped like near it oh for the night and the dude was just like make sure you're just always standing in the opposite direction of the wind so that way it doesn't blow like the toxic fumes on you and the guy just like looks at him he's like uh okay <laughs> Wow, I literally, I want to go visit this place one day. Yeah, me too. I think for one of our birthdays, we should go, like, straight up. <laughs> Maybe, I want to do it on, like, like a special, like, birthday year, though, like, my third 50s. <laughs> 30 flirty and at the fire pit. <laughs> do you have any other fun facts? Oh, yes. Oh, hell yeah. So, I want you to... Guess what their most popular sport is. Throw one out there. Honestly, this might be the most boring fact about them. <laughs> is their their most popular sport? Dude, I think I remember this one. Oh my gosh. No, it was like super boring, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just like a normal sport. <laughs> I think I'm going to get it wrong. But whenever you tell me, I'm going to be like, oh my god, how did I forget? Go ahead. I'm going to say, I'm going to say curling. <laughs> I think that would be really funny. <laughs> what is it? It's soccer. Oh, <laughs> I know. So many interesting facts, but that's not one of them. But still. Do they actually have, like, a soccer? I guess they do. That's their most popular sport. Yeah, they must. Man. Oh, and they have a holiday called Melon Day. <laughs> they celebrate the melons that grow in their country are we gonna talk about who took over the dictatorship after the first dictator passed away i really didn't research too much into him besides like the what kind of bands he lifted and what more bands he placed on. <laughs> all right i'm not sure if you remember this fun fact but this is my favorite fun fact about turkmenistan in general um actually so you would assume, right, next dictator in line would be maybe his son. Maybe, you know, someone that he's very close with. Um, no, it wasn't that. It was his dentist. 
<laughs> but yeah, it was his dentist. And I think that's the funniest thing ever. Um, do I know much about that? No, I know that his son was very pissed off whenever he was like, y'all, I'm dead. And in his will, he's like, I want my dentist to take over this country. <laughs> <laughs> and so that makes me very hopeful, you know, like, if this is how the ranks are ran. It could literally be anyone that's next in line. You know what I'm saying? And so when I tell people this fun fact, they're like, are you going to become a dentist and then be his dentist? And like, I'm like, no, it's not that easy. You know, it's not that straightforward. It might be that easy, but it's definitely not that straightforward. I wouldn't be able to marry him or anything like that because, I mean, I could literally just be like, working a hot dog stand and it could be this man's favorite hog stand is that all of the turkmenistan stuff we have oh, a little bit more like i said i got a little bit of controversy because right now it seems pretty chill and nice right yeah and it seems like it's a place that i want to dictate yeah i mean well i will say one other nice thing about um turkmenistan is that it is a neutral country and has refused to go to war since 1995 and that's been recognized by the UN. And they're actually part of the UN now. Good, because I don't even know where I would start once I'm the dictator with, like, military and shit. <laughs> and, yeah, they did make the point in the documentary. It's like, yeah, I guess if you're not spending billions of dollars on your army, why not, like, make a giant walkway that people have to walk through <laughs> oh, for <yeah>. health days? <laughs> Dude, that's a really good point, though. Right? I know. I was like, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, you're right. But so in this uh, documentary, The Happy Dictator, you know, they talk to a few people asking them how they feel about the dictator, and everyone seems pretty happy about it. That's what they say in North Korea, though, too. Yeah. From 1993 to, to, to 2017, they, all the people living there got free electricity, water, and gas. So that could definitely be part of why they were all pretty gung-ho. I mean, I would be a lot happier, yeah. too, if I got that stuff for free. <laughs> but so then like looking more into wikipedia there is a lot of like skepticism and a lot of other word i can't think of that's negative <laughs> scrutiny i guess towards um Turkmenistan. <laughs> I, like, literally can- how dare them some problems cited on the wiki how wiki how not wiki how wikipedia <laughs> was that many say they have poor human rights because minorities are treated badly oh no it's like there's like yeah there's like discrimination against minorities are not good and you know the suppression of press like the fact that there's barely any foreigns allowed in or out really there's like heavy censorship in like all of the media Mm. and stuff that they do have there's not really much religious freedom at all i found it interesting because there's different political parties like in their government but none of them can actually truly oppose the government (laughs) so even though there's like different parties they're all like still for like the dictator basically which is very interesting to think about i think not trying to get political but i love the dictator (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people say the country is very corrupted also there's a a thing called a corruption perceptions index which is a thing i guess and in 2020 turkmenistan got a 19 out of 100 score for corruption that doesn't sound good yeah so they're considered highly corrupted i think it's like they cited one example being 
like this one family was trying to adopt a baby and they had spent like months and years trying to adopt a baby and never got a chance to but then this other family that had like a lot of money just gave the people at the adoption place like a bunch of money and then they got their baby within like and so like things like that basically like if you have money you have power to leverage over Mm -hmm. yeah they're one of the 10 most censored countries and so those are just a few points of interest (laughs) that i found that although it's especially seemed pretty chill in the documentary they still would have a long way to go by you know i guess like our standards at least yeah i mean america's standards aren't that great either but (laughs) yeah (laughs) i guess it's true i guess like the ideal standard i guess maybe like for me like my standards of yeah yeah human rights and stuff like that (laughs) yeah that's crazy but yeah so that's just a general introduction to Turkmenistan. If I said anything wrong or that was not completely factual, please do not come at me. Yeah, don't say anything. Let us just live and just, like, vibe, you know? Just shut up. I'm kidding. (laughs) It is the worst country. I'm like, not when I'm in charge. Not when I'm in charge. (laughs) April, please tell me some things that uh, you would ban if you were a dictator. What would I ban? That is a great question. Visors, blondes, bald men. I think you got to be careful. Why? <laughs> ban blonde people. <laughs> I will. It's going to happen. Maybe they can mm-hmm. just dye their hair. Instead of, um, <laughs> could I add some things too? Yeah. Well, actually, here, I'll ban a few more things. Well, military's already banned. We don't got to worry about that. I'm I'm literally just looking at my hate list right now. Speed bumps. <laughs> <laughs> HOA presidents, that that's a thing there. And I think, like, hot dogs. <laughs> but I thought you said you were going to be the hot dog person. <laughs> yeah, there can only be one. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> there can only be one hot dog man. <laughs> the golden glizzy. Will be your statue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what would I add? I think that there needs to be a movie night on my birthday every year where we all watch Chicken Little. And that's the segue <laughs> to the next topic, I think, unless there's anything else that we must discuss. Oh no, that was that was Strick stand. Nice. <laughs> Yay. All right, y'all. So I got a little story. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Sammy's stuff is so structured and I'm just like all over the place all the time. <laughs> yes, that is sitting on Veronica <laughs> in a nutshell. So I woke up one morning with a song in my brain. It was I Will Survive. <laughs> but it was Sammy's karaoke version of I Will Survive. And so probably for like the past week now, I've just been listening to that song on repeat because I'm like, this song slaps. It slaps so hard. It really does. My friend slash coworker, Lily, I've talked about her probably in every podcast now. She played the I Will Survive Pandora radio station at work. This is kind of getting off the topic of Chicken Little already, but I swear I'm going to get there. So... (laughs) 
I had some customers come in the other day and that song started playing and they're like, oh man, this is a good song. I haven't heard in it forever. And I was like, I wish I could say the same thing, but I have been listening to this song on repeat on every time. Like, yeah, this is a good song. <laughs> but anyways, that song reminded me that that song was on Chicken Little. I was like, oh my God, I have not watched Chicken Little in so long. Like that was like, my favorite movie as a kid and i'm not gonna lie the songs or not the song the movie still slaps like still so good so what i did was i watched chicken little and i wrote a very non-detailed review of the movie <laughs> so here we are. i'm very excited to hear it so chicken little review in my notes app chicken little five-year-old and has the voice of a 25-year-old man <laughs> And then I had a picture of the voice actor that plays Chicken Little. Let me actually look that up right now because I only screenshotted his picture. I don't know his actual name. Zach Braff. Do we know him? How did I know that? I knew I was like, in my mind. I was like, I think it's Zach Braff. Oh my gosh, really? I've never heard that man talk until I listened to Chicken Little. <laughs> I just I've been watching so many like reviews for different movies and things lately at work. So I think. My knowledge is just growing in, mm -hmm. like, the movie space. Fish Out of Water, that's the fish that is in the movie, and he hangs out with Chicken Little and all of his friends, is so Ocean. <laughs> ocean, as we said before, is my nephew, and they are the... Is the literal ocean. Yes, he's the literal ocean, and that is Fish Out of Water. Um, Dodgeball scene, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Need I say more? No. Mabel, she is the ugly duckling. I guess you would say, but I said that she looks a mixture of a duck and a donkey, but I think she's called, it's like, it's like a bird that's like, starts with an M. You know what I'm talking about? Like a kind of? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I thought her name was Mabel. It's Abby Mallard. Mallard. That's the bird. Mallard. Oh my gosh. Great. Like, yeah, it's a kind of duck. Yeah. Get get on my level, y'all. I fact-checked myself before y'all could do it to me. <laughs> and then I put in all caps, Twas beauty that killed the beast? Ha 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 ha. The pig? What was his name? Master of the Runt? What's his name? Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. This is... This is very fake fan. Fake no, fan, it's fake very unprofessional of me, okay? It just is. Um, <laughs> Master Runt. And that's all it says. Because there's more to his name, but I don't know it. But basically, he had the best lines in this movie, I swear to God. So that was one of them. Twas beauty that killed the beast. And then he said, what happened? I blacked out for a second. And I thought I had one, another one, but I, I don't. So that's it. That was a very short list. Amazing. <laughs> and then this one's very true. The reach to connect the story is how I got my skill for improv. <laughs> Again, it's just like the reach to like make a point or like I don't know like it, it's crazy and I I'm pretty sure that's how I like am able to make up things in my brain and like have them connect in a weird way <laughs> is because of this movie because <laughs> I didn't even tell you the backstory of like why I used to watch this movie so much can we do that really quick yeah oh, thank god so I, <laughs> well me and my siblings we had a babysitter and her name was Kayla we spent many summer days eating banana bread. There was, they had like a saltwater pool and 
there was crabs would like come and take them out of the pool and (laughs) thinking back on it I think it's so funny to think that like her grandma before she picked us up would like put crabs in the pool every morning (laughs) just for us to go catch I don't think that's what happened, but just like thinking of a grandma doing that is hilarious to me. So grandma had a DVD player in her van. And so we had like two choices of what movie we got to watch. Like whenever we drove anywhere and we always picked Chicken Little, it slapped every single time. So that's like why I used to watch that movie so much. And that's it. That's like a good childhood memory. It really is. It really is. I I was thinking of another memory from that house, but I'm not going to get into it right now. I said, this is the best Disney movie, swear to God. There is no way that there's like a voice actor for Fish Out of Water. Because he literally just like, it's just gibberish. I don't even know how to describe (laughs) it. It's just a fish talking. But no. (laughs) There is a voice actor and his name is Dan... Molina? I don't know, but I'm really enjoying his craft. Like, he did really great. (laughs) They did not make Foxy a generic popular girl, and I love it. And then I said, wait, the popularity is in reverse. So, like, all the people, like, that you would think of that are popular, or how do I describe this? So, basically, like, Foxy's, like, this ugly fox that, like, sings, like, karaoke, and she's, like, more of, like, a theater girl. No shade on anyone, because that was also me in high school, so, like, no shade at all. <laughs> and then, like, Abby Mallard is, like, into, like, the magazines and stuff like that. But, yeah, she's not popular, I guess. And my last note are the two OG closeted gay bestie... Oh my gosh, why can't I read this? Foxy and Pig. Is there something that happens to Foxy? And I can't really remember what, but she, like, turns into, like, their best friend. They're, like, the OG closeted gay bestie trope, like, that I've ever seen. Like, they're the first. So, I love that. (laughs) Let's talk about my UFO sighting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My mom was there. She, she's, you can tell them. Come on. My mom said that she was there, so she wants to say it. God, it was real. It was real and it was scary. And it was dark. And it was dark and it was real and it was scary. And there was no noise. There was no noise, but there were lights. There were lights blinking and they were coming out. And us. the sky was falling. But then they weren't. And they seemed to be floating, floating <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> Don't make me cry. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, it was real. Okay, panic was, attack. Oh Pop off. Thank you, Amy. And that was our first guest. (laughs) My mom and I swore that we saw a UFO. (laughs) Can you say it was like a golden calzone? (laughs) That's the best way that I could describe it. We got a video of it, and my Wi-Fi kept on popping in and out. And I was like, here, let me pull up our text messages whenever I was telling you this. It was so funny. And then I said, okay, so this was our text messages. UFO sighting. Sam says, by you. And then I said, but the best I can describe it, it was shaped like a calzone. It was cold and shaped like a calzone. <laughs> and Sammy says, the golden calzone, my new god. <laughs> and then I said, let's save this for the podcast. I said, dude, I'm watching Chicken Little. If the aliens would stop turning off my Wi-Fi, that is. (laughs) They know I'm nosy as hell.
They didn't want me telling them their secrets. <laughs> there was a UFO sighting, I guess. It like made like a buzzing noise, but yeah. I feel like if aliens were to come for any family, it would be yours. So, dude, it so would be though. It really. What do you think that like? What do you think we would do like if a UFO came to my house? Obviously, you'd become the aliens' new leader. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my mom would be like, "This house is protected by a bubble of good energy." <laughs> They'd be like, "What's that?" <laughs> What's good energy? <laughs> Dude, is there anything else? I think that's a good place to leave it today. <laughs> Turkmenistan and Chicken Little. Hell yeah. Name a more iconic duo. I'll wait. <laughs> Sorry if I was so low energy today, y'all. I was babysitting my toddler nephew, and I'm tired, so. Unacceptable. I'm sorry. Throw me in the Turkmenistan pit of flames. That's how I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this has been another exciting episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. I hope to one day get <laughs> get so at least I have a better mic. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. How should we end this one? Goodbye to all the people who like Chicken Little. Wait, wait, wait. My mom's going to wrap an outro for us. Are you ready, Sam? I don't think y'all are ready. <laughs> Mom. Okay. I don't think I could ever be ready. So you gotta, we're doing an outro. Do you know what an outro is? Oh, yeah. means you're saying goodbye. Oh. And then the podcast is called Sitting on Veronica. I got it. Okay, she's got it, y'all. Ready? Whenever you're ready, Mom. (laughs) I see your podcast. I see your podcast. And I, I feel like an outcast. Hey. Hey. Don't be an outcast, babe. Just. Get it together. Hey, hey. So I saw Veronica at my house. She did not have a mouse. (laughs) So we went outside and we looked to the sky. And I saw some creatures flying by. I said, Veronica. I think that's a UFO. I said, Veronica, I think you got to go. So they landed inside my bubble of peace. And I took Veronica. And, <laughs> and she found some people as she looked up in the sky. Veronica, wave goodbye. I said, Veronica, wave goodbye. Don't you leave me now. Veronica said goodbye. Everybody get up and twerk. Get up and twerk. Don't look like a jerk. Just get up and twerk. Gonna She's say goodbye going. as we're leaving. In the sky. <laughs> My rap really sucks. That's You're all I got. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Oh my god. Goodbye. <laughs> get this man to leave. Get, get out of here, Craig. <laughs>